Hi there, my name is Pedro Diaz and this is Three Things in Search, a new podcast where I'm trying to cover three essential things that happened in search last week and bring my thoughts into it. So I hope you enjoy and I'll try to make it useful for everyone. So welcome to the first episode of Three Things in Search. And although this is the first episode, it's my second attempt at recording this because the first time it sounded awful. So let's dive in. First thing uh, I want to highlight from search, it's Google's agreement with French news publishers, which was a lot of debate last week around this topic. Um, it seems that after like almost uh, not nearly a year but almost soon uh, google has reached an agreement with the association of french publishers over how it will pay them in order to reuse snippets of their content in search so for everyone that's not aware google like april 2020 started like a spat with French the competition what the watchdog where they said that Google would be forced to uh, reach an agreement with French news publishers in order to kind of use snippets of their content in search and then in October 2020 Google lost an appeal leaving it like little choice but to sit at the table with French publishers and and talk money basically uh, so Google has not confirmed uh, anything except that they are reaching an agreement probably um, no details on how much money will be distributed or the terms of the agreement uh, that was uh, nothing was disclosed um, but nevertheless like it's unlikely that anything moves forward until all the legal stuff is settled. Uh, historically, Google doesn't kind of move forward on or budge on anything until all the legal stuff is put aside and they either do one thing or the other, they don't do both. So uh, until everything like is, is, is cleaned up and settled, we are not likely to see movement here. But in, interestingly enough, Google, for a while now, they have been working on something called Google Showcase, where they already like plan to kind of pay publishers somewhat for their content. I mean, it's it's unclear how these payments, in what terms these these payments will 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 be, what will be like the what what will be the eligible publishers um how this will work with like algorithm updates because we all know that news publishers like are everywhere up and down when there's like an algorithm update uh if if you if you are used to look at google discover um which is kind of a i call it like a a social signal on top of on top of Google, uh, and it's like a queryless uh, platform because you don't do really uh, any queries, you don't do any searches there to kind of 
surface news, uh, but it's a very volatile environment, meaning that uh, one day you are like receiving millions of visits and the next day you are nowhere to be seen. So regarding Google Showcase, I, I wonder how if or if this will be like a protected, between quotes, like hair quotes here, a protected environment from algorithmic updates? I don't know. We we will have to wait and see. Um, and then it will also be interesting to see what will happen with the Spanish and German publishers. I mean, historically, Google turned off Google News in Spain a few years ago. I think regard in, with regards to the same kind of problem. And I think this has been some of the driving forces behind Google creating this Google showcase stuff. Um, it will be interesting to see what will happen in Spain and in Germany because they also have been seeking for some kind of compensation regarding Google using snippets from news publishers in search. So it will be interesting to observe this space. Um, second item, interestingly enough, the second item came after the first one, and it's so what related is like Google threatened to withdraw from Australia and based on Australia demanding and forcing Google to sit again at the table with Australian publishers in order to pay to display their content in search. So it's it's basically like the history repeats again here. Um, but it seems that kind of the things were not like being funneled or people like in Australian publishers are not aware with what Google is doing in other countries and or Google is not kind of going the same way it went with other countries like with, with France specifically because if France opens this precedent where Google will pay them for their content I mean it's only normal that in other countries like Australia it will probably happen something similar or they will reach a similar agreement. I don't know. We will have to, again, wait and see. So at this time, Google is um, fighting against a parliamentary dis uh, decision that forced Google in entering into the negotiations with media companies uh, and pay for their content again. Um, and then Google was not happy with this, so the, the last Friday they kind of delivered this kind of ultimatum, saying that they, it would not be viable to continue offering search in Australia if they were forced to go ahead with this. But then again, we will have to wait and see. Again, I think before we go to the next topic, I think all of this all of this deb debacle with news publishers and news publishers kind of struggling around comes as a 
a reflex that news hasn't find hasn't found their business model regarding payment yet i think i think paywalls and ads are are not working as efficiently or effectively as everyone would like i mean we have all the privacy concerns around ads we have all the website slowness concerns around ads we have paywalled content some that it's not accessible in one on one publication but it's accessible somewhere else in another publication um although it's not probably not the same exact content but it's kind of it, the same kind of news so it it ends up like almost like a commodity sometimes um and i think everyone is kind of in the news business is struggling to find the optimal balance between monetization and happy users and i mean even trust in news because uh people usually say that all the credible news are behind paywalls and all the conspiracy theories are out in the open and so and this doesn't doesn't aggregate towards very credible news space either so we will see how all this conversation evolves because uh we've seen some similar movements in the past with the movie industry and the music industry but somehow the news industry hasn't found hasn't found their inner peace yet regarding payment and 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 compensation for their work i think uh we have all been taking them for granted and but they also have been taking like google for granted and and they are kind of grasping towards finding a sustainable business model so that's where and now they turn to google for kind of sick compensation but they are if you look i mean on one side i kind of agree with the publishers i see their i see their motivation on the other side it's like google is just like the the messenger here google is not google uses like snippets of context and people say snippets of content and people often say oh but that's all what people read nowadays it's like the title in the snippet yeah in the past like you would not have to buy a newspaper to read it either you'd go to a a newspaper stand and you'd just like stand there looking at the newspapers and if that's all you wanted that's all you would get away with and nobody would make you pay to to read the headlines because they were like visible there but i think like we are kind of at crossroads here where so one side finds that it's being unjustly treated and the other finds that they should not be the ones responsible for it well we will see how this moves so and the last topic that I want to cover uh is something that Google published on Monday and it's their alternative to third party cookies so this was published on Google's blog and also covered 
in search engine land. So I recommend you read both pieces of content so you are aware of what's coming. And it's basically a very a very top level announcement where they say that they are working towards an alternative to third party cookies and they, they will be testing this in Q2 2021, meaning coming like March, uh, end of March. Um, and they call this the flock, Federated Learning of Cohorts. And it's like a way that they kind of look at aggregate data rather than individuals. So they, they, they are saying that they look at the crowd and they use like on-device processing stuff to keep a person's web history private. So I guess like, I don't know, like some kind of API stuff in the browser that kind of doesn't store information there and communicates user data back and forth. I don't know. Um, they are aiming to eliminate third-party cookies altogether and replacing them like with this privacy, what they call privacy-first alternative. Um, I don't know how this will work for remarketing. They have been very vague. They said they are working towards having something that they call Fledge, which is like a trusted server that will kind of be kind of, I, I, I don't know, it will be like a shared resource among like third party vendors. I don't know how this will work. They I didn't go through the details in there. It's, there's a GitHub repository for this that has more on this. And I confess I didn't dig into this, but although their main blog post doesn't go into detail either. So I guess there's not much detail on it yet. I don't know how conversions will be affected also like convert. They say that regarding conversions, they are looking more at evaluating aggregate behavior for groups of users, something that they are calling a bidding model that recognizes patterns in data. So my take here is going forward, we will be looking at data much more as a guiding line rather than like some factual stuff. And we will have a much more blurry set of data and where we will look, where our conversations will shift towards trends and behaviors rather than looking at granular data points. And then if you don't have a strong data insights team that is able kind of to use some kind of internal intelligence or tools to do some kind of more advanced analysis with your own data, you are going to be very much just relying on trends and aggregate behavior. I don't know. Uh, we will see. I, I think this this moment of that we are living of privacy that comes after all the debacles that we have seen, 
that we have seen online, like all the Google and Facebook hearings and privacy stuff and GDPR and all the Cambridge Analytica stuff that triggered all of this. This this all gives a very good excuse for data data companies like Google and Facebook to close doors to the data that they have and not and take it away from tools and 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 kind of make people rely on what they say and like Google has been pushing aggressively on artificial intelligence and and machine learning on the front of Google ads and stuff like this and and I think the more data they take away and the more they push on machine learning it's kind of only benefits them so if you are only relying on Google tools you're probably gonna want to do some movement into having your own data and looking at your own tools at some point so yeah it's it's fun moments i guess everyone is at grasping with finding from their business models to how useful is their data uh hope these three topics were useful this has been three things in search i'm pedro diaz hope you, f- you find this useful see you next week